Hey ladies, what's going on? This is Marcia here with another episode of the Lady Strong Fit Cast. And today I want to talk to you guys about what is the 3D fit test? So the big question is this, how were two women who didn't cheat and purchase a gym franchise model, how were they able to spread their mission and purpose by empowering and transforming hundreds of women's lives through fitness, nutrition, mindset, and accountability with a micro gym business model of women only? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. We are Lady Strong Fitness. Welcome to the Lady Strong Fitcast. Hey ladies, Marcia back at you here again with another episode. Say, so the reason I decided to um, have this topic of conversation is back in September of last year, I did an episode where I talked about what is triad training solutions. And I actually went back to that episode. I had to revisit that and listen to it over again. Um, I had every intention on repurposing it for um, some other things. And when I listened to it, I realized um, throughout the end of that actual episode, I mentioned how I want to actually do a spinoff of the 3D Fit Test, and I never got around to it. So um, what better time to do it now, considering that we are in quarter one, and for those of you that had joined um, at the beginning of the year or were members prior to the beginning of the year, you probably had the opportunity to be able to test out in the D1 category, and we are approaching um, the end of the quarter one here where we will be reevaluating that initial assessment in March. So um, I'm going to give you guys some little tips and tricks in order to um, prepare yourself for that alongside kind of explain a little bit in more in depth of what the 3D fit tips or 3D fit test is. So uh, with that being said, for those of you that do not know, and maybe you kind of have somewhat of an idea what 3D fit test, but not too sure about the, the ins and out and the meats and potatoes. So let's just go ahead and dive right in. So for those of you that maybe ask, well, what is the 3D Fit Test, Marcia? So this is a standard fitness test that's powered by Triad Training Solutions, which is a workout that we do, allowing you to compare your progress against others. And others meaning yourself when you test out into the three different categories, okay? And we'll dive a little bit deeper in that as well. So why it is important to test your fitness. Now, here's the tricky thing. A lot of people work out, which is amazing, um, but nine times out of 10, they're not necessarily um, tracking or having any source of accountability when it comes to the actual progress and the the actual results and performance that's being driven by that. So what I mean by that, there should be a starting point to your fitness, okay? You should never find yourself going into any sort of workout program and guess how well you're doing. Your fitness should always be assessed, uh, which will allow you to see how well you're actually progressing, okay? So I'm going to say that again. Do not guess, assess. So I don't care if you're working out at Lady Strong Fitness or uh, somewhere else. You should never have to go into any sort of workout regimen and just go through the process without knowing exactly how you're progressing, okay? So um, for, for some that are at our studio, um, I would probably say there's probably 50% that ends up taking the test. Not all our actual members do. So if you're one of these people that are actually listening and tuning in today, I would highly recommend that you do so because the only way that you actually know that the money that you're paying inside the studio is paying off is by doing these actual fitness tests, okay? So that leads me into my next segue is um, what is the actual categories of each test? So the tests are compiled into three different categories. Um, 
The three categories are D1, which we do for our workouts, um, also known as body weight, um, aka derive. Uh, we also have category number two, which is D2, known as design, and that's strength training. And then the last, the third category would be D3, which is known as cardio, also known as dominate, okay? So we actually test out in all three categories throughout the entire year. So just to give you an idea, again, for those of you that aren't too sure how it works and it never hurts as a refresher for those that do, is that the beginning of the year in January, we start out testing our body weight, D1. This is the foundation for everything and we're starting the year off with doing that. What's really nice in each three categories, there's always a push component a pull component, a squat component, and a plyometric component. When I say component, I mean exercises. So we're testing out lower body, upper body, cardio, you name it, okay? This isn't just based on um, one particular area or form or muscle group within the body. It's always total body, okay? So um, we do that every trimester okay the dates that we test every trimester so what i mean by that we test it out in january and we'll reevaluate the initial a test or assessment again in march okay so you have 90 days to be able to perform and increase in your overall fitness before we retest now what's really nice is that we take a month off in april and then we start our second um category test which is d2 in May, okay? So again, we wait another 90 days and then we retest in July. We take a month off again. And what's really nice by this time, guys, it's summertime and we take August off. The kids are going back to school. This is perfect. We we really put a lot of thought into this um, and into wanting to make this very accommodating for our members. So Knowing that with a lot of kids going to school and you're getting used to a routine, we didn't want that to interfere with your overall um, scores when you're doing this fitness assessment. So we were very mindful when it came to that. So we actually picked back up with testing um, again in September. By that time, kids are back in school. You finally have a routine down. So September would be the third category, which is D3 testing. And then you retest that in November, okay? What's nice is that you have December off again with the holidays and whatnot. So again, three times throughout the year, you're doing all three categories, which is body weight, strength training, and cardio. So keep that in mind as well. That never changes. We do have two testing dates um, for those categories. So what I mean by that is, for instance, just to give you an idea for the body weight testing, um, we always test out the first week of that month of that quarter so we do a saturday and a monday so for those that aren't able to attend a saturday class or participate we have monday we know people's schedules are always different not everybody comes in on a monday so we want it to be um, very accommodating and have flexible schedules so all testings always take place the first week of each quarter beginning saturday and monday okay um, the testing itself only takes a total of 16 minutes long 16 minutes that's it there's only four exercises or components is what i call them and each exercise takes a total of four minutes so it's all based on repetition um you have the opportunity to be able to count your reps not cheat i always say don't cheat yourself treat yourself that's the only way to be able to get um a very 
reliable score, okay? So in other words, if you cheat, you're only cheating yourself. So um, based on those repetitions, we'll give you a, a good, solid foundation, focal point of your starting where you're at and then essentially where your goal is or where you're trying to go. Um, so that is the testing dates. That's how that works. And I kind of got a little bit ahead of myself, but um, I'm, I'm now talking about the scorecards. So how the scorecards work, what's nice about the scorecards, it's intended for any fitness level. This test is for any fitness level. So in each category, there is a modified version and a non-modified. So again, because we're all on different fitness levels, we can't expect everybody to do the same thing. So you do have the option within the scorecard to select if it's modified or not. You just need to make sure that when you test out the first time and you reevaluate that uh, the second time that you have to do um, the same thing. So where I'm getting at, if I know when I first started working out at Lady Strong Fitness, I circle modified because I couldn't do push-ups. However, in those 90 days, I'm now able to do push-ups on my toes and on my knees. I still have to do the modified version because that's how I initially test out. So that's the only way you're really going to be able to see the difference and have it is it going to be significant or not, right? So it's really hard to gauge. In other words, if you try to go from modified to non-modified, there's going to be a lot of discrepancies. And the only way to prevent that is to be able to do the same identical exercise as you did prior um, or your or the original time, okay? So keep that in mind, ladies. I know that a lot of you ladies get really excited because um, you're now on it. You're now able to do the actual exercise with no modifications necessary. However, in order to eliminate those discrepancies, we have to be able to compare apples to apples and not necessarily apples to oranges, okay? So that's that. And on the scorecard, there is two different variations uh, depending upon the fitness level. And what I really like about the scorecards, ladies, is that they do not lie. The scorecards do not lie. Um, we are very, again, I was very methodical when um, implementing this. And keep in mind this actual fitness examination and being able to, from start to finish, this wasn't an easy task. This was a lot of um, a lot of thought process went into this and over the course of six to eight months, um, a lot of adjustments were made and tweaks based on the, um, the pilot test that we ran initially. So being able to come up with this actual scorecard is just, it, let's just say it wasn't made in thin air, okay? <laughs> Not necessarily overnight. So going back to where I said the, the scores don't lie, what I mean by that, I'm going to give you an example. Um, when you test out the first time, okay, and you go to reevaluate in 90 days, and you notice that your score maybe is the same. Let's say that, huh, you did 60 push-ups on your knees the first time around 90 days. You have, it's maybe 59 or 60 or 61. Some people have a tendency to get discouraged. Now, my recommendation for this, if this is, um, some, if this is something that you can relate to, um, I have three reasonings why that may be. The first one is consistency, okay? You cannot expect in the 90 days um, of testing from day one to the end of the quarter, from beginning of the quarter to end of the quarter, is to have a 
significant increase in your score if you're not being consistent with your workouts, okay? We always recommend that you should be spending on average per week at least three times inside the studio, okay? Three times, that's the bare minimum. We do have rock stars that participate more than that, which the more the merrier, it's awesome. If your body allows it, you listen to your body. However, three is bare minimum. If you're someone who's coming in once or twice a week and then you expect to get this huge significant increase in score, that's probably why, okay? Which means that you're not that you're not necessarily gaining the strides it's very gradually very slow okay and if you're wanting to somewhat speed up your fitness and get the results that you're looking for we would highly recommend and advise that you participate in more than just a couple classes okay so that's the first one um the second one is increase your overall performance and what i mean by that is when you're going through the workouts inside the studio and it's a strength day, and let's just say, I'll give you an example, you're doing push presses, right? And you're using a set of five pounds, okay? Maybe in the next week or two, you're doing push press again, however, you're using the same set of five pound weights. You need to be able to step outside that comfort zone and to be able to grasp maybe a heavier weight. Instead of using five, a set of five pounds, maybe you're using a set of 10. Or in other words, maybe that's why we have our coaches there to kind of push you outside that comfort zone. And when they grab that extra weight and they see that you're more than capable of doing it based on look, looking at your form, your form looks good and you're just flying through it. Um, it, it isn't about speed. It's about quality. Quality is more important than quantity. And in this case, if you're wanting to really increase in your overall score, I would highly recommend that you probably want to go heavier in your workouts and your load per se. Okay. And that's just, just to give you an example. So, um, you can't necessarily, if you want change, you have to do something different. You can't always do the same thing. So the next time the coach maybe pushes you a heavier weight, Accept the challenge and try it and see what happens. You'll be surprised. Nine times out of ten when we do do that, um, after class, these ladies are thanking the coaches that they did so, okay? So that would be my second um, example that I have. And the last would be nutrition, okay? Nutrition plays a huge role, believe it or not. And I'm going to give you an example, an analogy that I have. Um, and I only say this because this is something that I personally went through myself is um, being a fighter. And when I was in the cage and going through training camp and sparring with my training partners and I, I, my, my game was on point and it was always very good. I felt very good, but the days that I did not, it was because of something that I was necessarily doing wrong. Um, maybe I went to bed, I was really tired and I didn't have a, the, the right amount of meal or I should say consumed enough. Okay. It isn't that I necessarily didn't eat right, but in most cases it was because I didn't eat enough. I was working out more than, um, I was eating and I got fatigued. Let's just keep it real. I got fatigued and my performance was kind of blah, right? Um, as opposed to the days when I noticed that my nutrition is on point and I'm doing all the right things, I feel great and I do really well. And in most instances or cases on the opposite side, it, it, it could also be to do the due to 
um, the food you are consuming. Again, you are what you eat, so you can't expect to eat a bunch of carbs and fats and then blow and be a rock star in your workout, right? You're going to feel some type of way. Maybe you'll feel heavy, lethargic, bloated, slows you down, bogged, lazy. Um, so you need to be mindful of that. Even on testing days, which um, that'll be some of the tips that I have, is that not just because you know it's we're testing out in the next couple of weeks, so you decide to then do something about it, you should be somewhat consistent throughout. So those would be the three examples that I have, okay? Now let's talk about the next topic, uh, which is the leaderboard. Now the leaderboard is really cool uh, that we have. For those of you that aren't too, excuse me, too familiar with it, inside the studio on the wall we have uh, a vertical digital screen that showcases all the ladies who have increased in their score since day one. Now, the reason why we like having this leaderboard is that not it all it gives you a great gauge in your fitness. You're gauging your fitness amongst other people who are doing what you're doing inside the studio. So if you know, I know we all have friends inside the studio that are maybe around the same age or maybe someone's older, younger, it doesn't matter. Um, if I get to see what Jane Doe is doing versus myself or how her score is in comparison to mine, which lets me know that um, maybe Jane Doe did better than I did and I want to be where Jane Doe's at when that's why maybe Jane Doe looks good or um, Jane Doe is going to push me to want to do better and by seeing that, it will encourage me to do so. So having that actual leaderboard works in your favor. Um, not only that, it's I, I see it also as a friendly competition. Being a competitor myself, if you'd love to compete, this is a great way to be able to get yourself on that leaderboard. And essentially, it's, it's like a bragging right. It's like, I made the board. How awesome is that? To show up inside the studio and to see your name on the digital board. It makes you feel really amazing. And I know that it made me feel good when I worked out. Um, inside my martial arts class and if um, you know we had belt rankings or something of that nature and to be able to be acknowledged for being able to be higher rank or get a stripe on my belt than what I was previously it's a huge accomplishment not only for myself but to be able to be recognized in front of the class as well it just makes you feel good and you're thought of as a leader um, hence the leaderboard Okay, so it's really good to see those leaders be acknowledged for all the hard work that they have done over the course of that quarter and to be able to be recognized for that. So um, that is the leaderboard. Okay, and it's really good for communication purposes as well. We all talk about, well, how did you do? Well, how did you do? And it's right there. You could see for yourself, you know, and it, it, it goes well. It really creates uh, different conversation pieces throughout the studio. So um, let's talk about the incentives for doing the 3D fit test. One of the biggest ones is being able to increase your overall score, okay? And by increasing in your overall score, um, you do get rewarded for that. And we are in the process, we actually just ordered some amazing customized 3D fit test wristbands that has hashtag I leveled up and it has Lady Strong Fitness on it. It's, it's beautiful, we cannot wait to be able to award you you guys with this. This is something that not everyone will deserve. Um, only the people that have these wristbands will be acknowledged for that. So it's like, again, having something that not everyone has. So being able to show up somewhere 
And seeing this on your wrist lets you know you've earned it. And it's no different, I think, back to martial arts and wearing our gi uniforms and you have your belt wrapped around and being able to see the color of your rank and what stripes you have on that colored belt. Okay, so for instance, if you're a black belt in jujitsu or karate or whatever, um, and seeing maybe that black belt is depending on the stripes, how many stripes it has, it's a second degree two stripes, three stripes, doesn't matter, but lets you know that guy has put in time. He's not only a black belt, but he could, you could see his rankings on his belt and he deserves to be rewarded by having XYZ. And it's no different by having this wristband. So this is an amazing opportunity for you guys to be able to um, be presented with something like this and to showcase it for all the hard work that you have done. Okay. So uh, with that being said, again, some tips and tricks, being able to get a good night's rest before the testing. Um, I know nine times out of 10, we all lack rest and I would recommend at least minimum to seven to eight hours of rest before 24 hours before testing. Again, the test only takes a total of 16 minutes long. We always have a workout followed by that. Um, and then your nutrition, again, it boils down to your nutrition, making sure you're getting a wholesome meal. Um, you don't necessarily want to go into this with, um, feeling like crap. So the last thing you want to do again, you are what you eat. So just make sure we're eating good. And, um, last but not least ladies that I failed to mention that I want to back up on and speak a little bit about before I let you guys go is the actual exercises themselves, right? So we talked about D1, D2, D3, which is the body weight cardio and, um, design also known as strength training however when we do these actual testing procedures each trimester keep in mind that these exercises you are already familiar with you do them on a daily basis okay so it won't be any surprise when it comes to testing out that you you're not going to necessarily know what it is and that's the whole objective we would never throw exercises into a testing procedure that you have no idea that's us just setting you up for failure and that's the last thing we want to do so keep that in mind these are things that you do um periodically throughout each week so that way again the only way to really gauge is to see um in comparison what you're already doing and being able to reevaluate that so i hope that makes sense for you guys if you have any questions let me know um, but if you really found value with this, you really like this episode, please share it. Make sure to subscribe if you haven't already done so. And please leave us a review. So um, I'm glad that you tuned in. Um, have a blessed day. And we'll catch you on the next episode of Lady Strong Fitcast. Take care, guys. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. If you like this episode, subscribe to our YouTube channel or find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or whatever your favorite place is to listen to podcasts. And if you really liked this episode, please leave a review for us on iTunes. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.